48 hour art check best of podcast today's episode we're actually going to talk about the art check itself what it is how you do it and why we do it in particular what are you talking about we go live on youtube every monday wednesday and friday at 9 p.m california time we take the best conversations from that and rip it and put it to this podcast that's what you're listening to now if you'd like to join us live in the chat then you can head up, hit us up at coreykerr.com slash 48HR, and you can see the, the YouTube channels that we go live on. You have failed me for the last time. I'm going to just kick it off by saying, like, how we kind of started this whole thing. Um, I'll probably let Corey run through the specific questions we ask because he has just a much better memory <laughs> than I do. Um, <laughs> and I, I'll paraphrase. He'll phrase. And that, to me, is, like, it's one of the, the most awesome things about Corey. He's got like, like the best memory. So anyhow, so basically Corey and I um, like started hanging out because of art casters and we're mutual friends with Scott Sirkwind. And we had had Corey on art casters, which is a show we do every other week that alternates on Scott and my channel. And Corey and I kind of clicked and we're both creatives and we both like comics and we're both like nerds for like existentialism and philosophy and history and stuff. So we would chat occasionally late at night when one of us, like both of us were stupidly not sleeping and working on these <laughs> stupid, crazy projects. And one day we, it was like two or three in the morning and we're kind of um, lucidly talking as you do at three in the morning when you're just kind of in the zone creating stuff. But we were talking about projects we're working on and trying to keep motivated on these goals that seem really unattainable and the hundreds, um, which we've both done in different iterations and how that was beneficial and just randomly got this idea of like starting like an accountability group where it would be like, you know, two creatives that are trying to accomplish a goal, like holding each other accountable to that goal and then it just went back and forth to like well would it be like the 100 days and we're like no it couldn't be like the 100 days because it would have to to function in the accountability way be like a really consistent thing and Corey had brought up the idea of streaming it um, because he was figuring out this new uh, well you can explain the stream part um, as we get into that but the the goal that was the impetus was like wouldn't this be cool someone should do it and that's where i think both of us are like similar personalities of like anytime that's said that usually means there's something to it right um whenever whenever i would be doing graphic design if i came up with a concept like ah oh, like it has to have been done cuz like it's just too good like somebody must have done this and nobody's doing it that would be a really good sign that that's the design you should do yeah. And uh, so to me, I was like, okay, let's do it. Corey committed to it. We, we collaborated, built this animation and stuff as an intro. But at, at its core, um, literally, like, we've kind of structured it in a way that anyone could join in and do. So why don't you explain a little bit of, like, what the core questions are that kind of drive this thing? Maybe we can get into the intention of those questions. Yeah. And then so we can get, do a little bit about like the benefits yeah and and so um there there's there's three quick questions and and they're really easy and we can and they're at the beginning of every video so if you're listening to this later um you can go back and watch those videos and it just goes through 
all three questions and, and kind of some specifics. But basically, if you're doing a true 48-hour art check, that means that every 48 hours you're you're meeting, or, or technically you're meeting Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or you know every two days or whatever, um, which, which doesn't exactly work out because of the weekend. But um, you you are going to ask the first question is what have you what have you accomplished? What have you gotten done? What's your progress uh, in yeah. the last since since last we've met? The next question is what was hard? What was challenging? What your obstacles? You know what what got in your way? And then the third question is what are your plans um, before we meet again? And so what are you going to accomplish? And and uh, the thing that I like about each one of these is each one of them speaks to a different part of the creative process. Um, and a lot of this is based off of a lot of the books that we've read and our own personal experience. I have found um, in anything that is difficult to maintain, whether that be art or working out or eating or whatever, like it's yeah. really easy to do really passive things. It's super easy to go out to fast food every day or watch television when I get home or whatever, because those are really passive. I'm receiving that. But anything where I'm creating or I'm active or I'm doing something to uh, to increase or make the world better or make myself better or something along those lines... Um, that's when it gets hard. And so in the back of your mind, if you know that you have to account for your time and your progress, that will always be in the back of your mind. And there have been countless times that both Josh and I have, have experienced this where it's like, sometimes you're just tired. Sometimes you're beat. Sometimes you, you know, you blow a tire on the freeway. You you get beat up at work all day or whatever. Crazy stuff happens. You're sick. Your kids are, you know, whatever. And, uh, and then in the back of your mind, you just go, you know what though? I need to do something because I'm going to have to say something tomorrow or today or something. Yeah. And, and it's weird because it's not like we have like this massive audience that we're accountable to. I mean, we do have a, a slowly building little army that I think we're really appreciative of. Um, Adam, I hope you're still in the chats. But it's like everybody who shows up in the chats, like, keep us going. It feels like a community that's building. However, it's like, it, it's just the fact that like, I like, and this is why I recommend if you're going to do the 48 hour check, pick a buddy and preferably like somebody you respect the work of too, because like, to me, like I really like Corey's work. I'm stoked about everything he's working on. So not only am I like, I, I do feel like I need to show something because I, uh, you know, there's a little bit of an almost like friendly competition to it. At the same time, I also want to be a cheerleader for what you're doing because I think you're a really good artist. So it's like, I think it is important that you pick someone. It doesn't have to be someone doing the same thing you're doing, but pick someone who's a creative or has creative ambitions that are something you want to cheerlead and yeah. move forward. Cause it's like, so, so that to me has been really fundamental in like in enabling me to be more productive. So I guess that ha- answers the accountability thing it's like a um it's like a reverse aa where it's like you know if if art is our alcohol we're a group that's encouraging you to keep doing it yeah um and and that gets into the second question which is when you're when you're tackling creative endeavors um not only is it hard to stay consistent with it 
and stay at it. And so that's where accountability comes into factor. But the downside of accountability and trying to stay with something is the darker side of creatives, which is we are our worst enemy and worst critic. And so a lot of the time when you're making art, you need to uh, like be able to like have someone to listen to your challenges for one thing. Like, cause if you're just dealing with these weird little, like, man, I, I had everything set up on my artboard. I was ready to go. I had my kid down to sleep and then I didn't have artist tape, you know, like right. that kind of thing can throw off the whole system of like this rigid, um, like habit building that, that you have to do to get these things done. And to have someone to just be able to, just to be able to publicly say like, this was the challenge. This is how I overcame it. Um, it, it not only functions like therapeutically for the person who's doing it because they're not alone in that struggle, but on the same note, it also functions therapeutically for the listener, at least for me, because, because it's like, then I'm also hearing, I'm not the only, like, this is a struggle. Like the yeah. whole thing is a struggle and, it, and you're not alone in the struggle. And it's kind of a reminder of that too. Um, and then I think for viewers, like, and, and the people who come back and, and watch 48 hour, hour, hour check, um, it, it also <clears throat> functions to kind of show them like that this process is not like cut and dry where it's like, you know, he felt inspiration and then he was in the museum with his art. You know, it's like, yeah. there is a really long tedious process to making this stuff and challenges that have to be overcome by everyone of all walks of life. And so like, I, I, I hope I'm phrasing that right, but I think that would be the biggest benefit of the, of the challenges. Yeah. There's not only, yeah, go, go, go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say there's, there's a lot I think with, with that I've begun to understand about articulating. Cause I'll be honest at first, uh, you were the one that said, you know, we could, we could talk about this and this and this. And it was like, it was like right off the top of your head. At least that's the way I remember it the next morning when I wrote it down. Um, which is dangerous. I shouldn't have gone to bed without writing it down. But anyway, the next morning I was like, what did he say? And it was those three things. That The the second one, I'm talking about our challenges. I thought, I don't, I, I, have, made a, I have made a point in my life to focus on the positive and to not be a whiner and to not complain about things, you know, and I, I want to be a solution, not a problem, right? And yeah. so I was very skeptical of this step. I have found... Um, everything that you just said, it's therapeutic. And then I started thinking about two main things. One, there's a, there's a lecture that I recently attended talking about education and they talked about, um, making your students articulate things. So it's, it's not just that they have to, uh, regurgitate it on a test or be able to do it. But if you explain it out loud to somebody else, it's a significantly higher cognitive involvement, and it, it increases something called your rich neural network. Um, and your rich neural network is a connection of ideas and concepts that you have in your mind that allows you to learn new ideas and concepts faster and more effectively and more permanently. And the yeah. richer your neural network that you have, uh, it, it, for example, if you have never touched any of the Adobe software, and you learn Photoshop, that is going to be really hard. But then learning Illustrator after you learn Photoshop is going to just be hard. And then learning InDesign after you learn Illustrator and Photoshop is just going to kind of be like, oh, okay, I get it. 
right? Because you've you've developed a rich neural network within that within that category. And so yeah. one thing is that I found as a benefit for me is having to articulate it out loud, it gives it a name, it gives it a process. It it almost takes some of the power away because if yeah. I experience on kind of a lizard brain level, a gut level, the challenges of making art, and I never articulate it, then it's this unnamed amorphous force yes. that is really hard to fight. But if I yeah. if I'm just like, dude, it was hard because, and then this happened, then I'm like categorizing it, and I can see it, and I'm explaining it, and somebody else agrees with it, and has beat it, and I see that kind of that Neil Gaiman quote that, you know, we don't tell fairy tales because dragons are real, but we tell fairy tales because it's important to understand that you can kill dragons. You know, and if I've seen that Josh has killed that same dragon that I'm now describing, it's like, well, yeah, I can do that. And then the the, the second thing that comes to mind is um, if you haven't listened to Ink Pulp Audio, you have to go back and start from the beginning. Sean Crystal, who's uh, who's a he was he was a SCAD professor. Um, I've actually got right here. If you, can, you can't see my finger, but right there, that's a Sean Crystal piece. Um, he draws Batman and other things. He's working on a Juggernaut comic right now. He nice. was kind of having this huge breakdown. Um, he was seeing all these people in comics that that were seemingly happy, and he was miserable. And so he's like, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to start a podcast where I try to figure out how they're happy and how they're productive and how they're making this work since I'm like falling apart. And he started every single one of those podcasts talking out loud about his challenges and listening to that was massively therapeutic to me. It was an amazing experience because what happened is over the course of a year, year and a half, he's not super chipper, but he has actually gotten to the point where he's, he himself says that he's functioning much better and you can hear it in his voice yeah. and it, his challenges are much more minimal. Whereas, I mean, it was true existential dread and clinical depression and actual anxiety at the start. Yeah. And then by the end, it's like, that's eh, kind of hard. Finances are tight. And you know, it's things like his, his, his level of struggle has drastically decreased by talking to other people about it and articulating yeah. it out loud. And it actually helped me get through a lot of really hard things listening to him articulate his challenges yeah. because I identified with a lot of them. Yeah, and I, th- I think the 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 um, these are all really, really big things um, that, that are valuable with it. I think there's also the, the potential, and I don't know if we've experienced this too much, but the nice thing about like having another... Um, creative in the conversation is sometimes you might face a challenge that you have no freaking clue how to deal with. Right. And part of just articulating it also creates the spitballing factor. The, the idea of like, like kind of throwing it out there to another creative who's, who's having similar struggles. And because the act of creativity does have a lot of commonalities, regardless of whether you're trying to write, whether you're trying to, Honestly, just outside of creative, just trying to do anything to better yourself, there are really similar challenges. Um, and so, so somebody else who's in the fight, you know, saying like, "Hey, I got this battle. I don't really know what tactic to take." Um, that also allows because, like, like let's say you have that challenges part, and you hit this thing where you're like, "I didn't get over it. Like, I'm still figuring it out." Right. 
Um, you have another voice in the room that maybe has been through it and can give you a solution, or at least just articulating it can help you as a creative who's boiling. Like we're creatives, we're problem solvers. So, you, you know, the more like you were talking about with that animation, it's like once you start those gears going, you start seeing potential solutions and potential ways to correct and, and to kind of solve whatever the issue is. So it also allows that where it's like it, it gets another um, voice to kind of to help get through those challenges if they are like stifling, like they're literally putting a pause on your creative outflow. And so that's a huge thing too. So we should, um, do we, do we get that one mostly? Yeah. I mean, I think there's other benefits, but yeah. I think just for a, a cap of, of what this thing's about, I think that would be one of them. Um, I would say, what's the last, what's, what's So, the, so the last, the last part is what you're planning on doing, what you're, what you're planning on doing in the next 48 hours. And I find this really fascinating because, um, I do not like setting goals, um, I am I am very much a uh, work hard towards a direction kind of vector style of person uh, yeah. rather than like I'm going to achieve these milestones. But what I found is what I found is I typically will set a ma- a single major goal. Right, I'm going to say, you know, I'm going to finish this children's book. Right, that's yeah. that's a huge six month process. Um, but what this nails down is. I often find in those situations that I'm working really hard, but I'm not necessarily thinking about what is the most important thing that I need to do next. I'm just working hard. And I will often find that I've gone off into the woods and a bunch of that work wasn't necessary. So just saying, okay, what do I need to do in the next 48 hours? Or what do I need to do this week? Or what do I need to do tomorrow? What do I need to do after this phone call? Um, that's a really important process to, to kind of process out loud because it helps take that uh, take that thousand mile journey and and you 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 figure out the next three steps, you know. Yeah. And if you can figure that out, you can do it. And then the other thing is, um, if if you're like the two of us uh, and you tell another human being <laughs> that you're going to do something, uh, there's a, there's a there's a level of accountability there, you know. And and if I have to show up again in two days and say well, I know I said I was going to do this, but instead I played seven hours of video games. Um, that's less likely to happen because I know I will at least get done the things that I said I was going to, going to get done before I pick up that controller. Because yeah, and I've seen I've seen other iterations of this, um, like like Yawn and Ox were doing one. Um, I think they're still going. But uh, but I know that like their thing was if you failed to meet your goal, yeah, the other, they 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 made it a little gamble there. So it's like if you fail to make the goal, like you get to basically tell the other person to draw something. <laughs> so it's like if you don't get your goal, you're loading yourself with more work. Which yeah, is they had they a, had a built, really interesting. They had built penalties into it, which which is yeah. awesome. It was great. Yeah. Um, What's interesting to me is I think because Corey and I are very similar personalities, like we don't give each other too much of a hard time when we don't hit it, but you'll notice like, and this is kind of cool. I I wouldn't have even known we could say this, but I think our, our dedication to kind of our word shows through this show, because if you watch, there's only like one or two episodes in like 80 where like one of us is like, yeah, I didn't hit it. Right. 
You know, that's actually been a really rare thing. Yeah. And the response is usually like, well, that's understandable, you know, because like right. there's a lot of crazy stuff. Yeah. But what's weird is just the moment of having to go, I did set out a goal. I didn't hit it. it it's I think that in itself is just to me like such a non-fun thing to say. Right. Um, that it keeps me driven. So it's I, I think it, it, it functions on multiple ends and it ties into the first question where it, it provides accountability, which is why it's important that it's frequent. However, um, I, I, so let's get into, did, did we miss anything about that last bit? Other than, oh, the biggest part of it that's the most important is it creates results. Yeah. So um, so that's that's the best part about that That third question because by naming it you're now taking that first potential step and getting it done so it's like it's a little pre-thinking and there's a huge there's a huge amount of people often ask um you know how do you stay motivated or how do you find the inspiration to do it and it's like um first motivation follows work like if you do work and you achieve something you're motivated to do more work because you achieve something and so if you ha- if you're on this like endless endless death march of I'm going to become a better artist like well you're never going to reach that right you will become better yeah. but you're never going to get to the point where you've achieved betterness but if you're like in the next 2 days I'm going to do this and then you come back and you get to say out loud publicly hey I did that that is motivating and I'm going to keep doing that and that's been yeah. that's been that's been an interesting cycle um yeah. is being able to do that so I think each one of these questions we could do like a whole episode on because there's a lot yeah, to it. Yeah. But I, so let's, let's, oh, tie, go ahead. let's 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 tie it off with just um, just kind of giving people a little bit of like I mean it's weird it almost sounds like a sales pitch that wasn't our intention <laughs> but still I we do want we do want more people involved in this so there's a couple things I want to get into I think one would be like um, a few tips just really short tips on for people who want to do it. Um, I have one that just stands out like, like a, a red light and that's to whatever way you do it, do it as a stream, um, do it yeah. as something that's going to require minimal work because it, it will wear on you if it requires like too much. And we were aware of this from the get go, like that this could potentially be disastrous um, and because we're both so long-winded, we even built in time limits and stuff like that. <laughs> Which we're, we usually just completely kinda, ignore. <laughs> yes. But we're trying to kind of work with, right. um, you know, with with like, with like um, with what we have to kind of minimize the amount of, of um, commitment to this part because the goal is the art. Yeah. Um, and I will say it, it hasn't been as much of a, of a drain as like doing – like a hundred days challenges right. where it's like you're, you're really having to kind of build. So, and a lot of that's thanks to Corey and automating it. But I, like I would encourage until we're able to kind of put these assets up for everybody, which is one of our goals. Um, uh, you know, like until that's a- available, you don't have to wait and have assets or like have a split screen. You can just literally do this as a Google hangout yeah. and ask those questions. And, and, you know, it just, turn a timer on on your phone and there you go um so that's one thing i'd say because i have seen people bit by that because it's hard to sustain i'd also say do it 48 because i think it's less stressful than trying to punch it all into a week 
Yeah. Because then a week, your memory's less clear of what you got done. And not only that, but like the commitment <clears throat> is going to feel more intense because it's only once a week. Whereas with us, if we have an off, if we have an off 48 hour hour check, we got one in two days. You know? Right. And I, I would, I would second both of those. I'll start with the 48 hours thing for me. Um, failing within a 48 hour period is, is, is a minor setback, but failing for a week is a major setback. And, and, if the if your failures are minimized, <clears throat> you still experience them, um, but they they feel like a stumble rather than a trip and fall on a broken arm. Agreed. And, and and for me, if I I remember deciding when we were first talking about this whether we we're going to the frequency of it. We talked about a month. We talked about a week. We talked about daily. We talked about every other day. Daily seemed way too much. Um, and for me, I know what I would have done with a week. I would have, I would have crammed. If we did it every Friday night, I would have crammed all of my work into Thursday evening. Yeah, and I, and I probably sure. would have. I probably would have pulled an all nighter. Um, and that would be to avoid uh, the failure of I haven't done anything for seven days. Yeah, you know. But I can miss a twenty-four hour period and still pull up procrastination. Oh, we're going to do it, you know, in a few hours. And so I can get a few hours in. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't feel like a failure because I can still get stuff done. And it's still like, if you take a day off every once in a while, that's not a big deal. But if you take a week yeah. off, like I kind of did during Thanksgiving, it is, it is rough to come back for from. Yeah. Um, and so I, I'd say, I'd say that. And then to the streaming thing, um, streaming is way easier than you think. It's it's way easier than you think, and I think there's some benefits. Um, all everything that Josh said is a huge benefit. Also, um, we have awesome people that we've gotten to know um, that watch these videos and listen to these podcasts. Um, yeah, th- there's there are people that I, I had a really rough one the other day um, yeah. where it was really hard, and one of one of the guys, Tim, uh, actually came to my Instagram. And like reached out and it was, it was really awesome. And so doing this publicly and doing it live, there's something, there's something about that, um, that I, I think if anything becomes too familiar, it becomes less urgent. And I think yes. that if it was just you and I on a phone call yeah. and I'm not doing it live and I literally don't know who's going to show up, but I know that there are people expecting me, um, I could probably phone that in. And I bet you both of us could, you know, at times be like, yeah, let's just, let's 100%. just call each other. Let's just skip it. Let's just call each other in a couple days. But because it's a show, it's scheduled. We have an audience, how, whatever size that audience is that expects us to do it. There, there are several major pieces of motivation to continue mm-hmm. doing that because of that expectation, because of the other people that are involved. You, you feel like people are counting on you and things like that. But it's not so giant that there have been probably three or four times where we've just said, let's do it tomorrow. And, yeah. we, still, and we still do it. But, yeah. um, but for the most part, we do it on time and we do it, we do it at the same time. And there, yeah. there's some huge parts of that. And, and as far as streaming goes, what I have set up is way more complicated than you need to do. It's not that hard, but it was time consuming. But literally, if you just go on Google or you just go on YouTube and you – 
press that little button in the upper right hand corner and go live and then invite somebody into the chat or you go into Gmail yeah. and you do a video chat and then you just stream the video chat. There's there's a couple different ways to do it. And if you Google it, you'll know how to do it in like two minutes. Yeah. You, you're live. And if you've got a yep. YouTube channel and you're live, it's that's it. That's all you need. It, yeah. it announces it to all your followers. It's at the top of the list when they look at their subscriber tab every single time. And so there's a lot of reasons to stream and go live. And I, I would say that's probably one of the biggest, the biggest secrets. When I was doing podcasts five years ago and I tried to incorporate live chat and a lot of this stuff, the technology just wasn't there. It, yeah, you, know, you, had, you had to like have people phone in and then you record it and you try to play it back. And it's just, but now you can have people that are in the chat and they say stuff and you can respond. And so there's a, there's a real audience connection and our conversations are better because of the community that is here, that, that little army of uh, uh, people that are, that are showing up and, and listen to this while they draw or jump into yeah. to back or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. And it, it always enriches the conversation. Um, there, there's another byproduct to streaming too, which is, um, you know, as, as creatives, and this is another, you know, support for just doing the whole 48 hour art check in general, as creatives, we, especially in animation or in cartooning where it's very much like an isolated space. Um, and it's important for it to be an isolated space because it requires focus and it requires a lot of time at the drawing table or a lot of time, like, you know, on After Effects, just plugging away or a lot of time at the screen. And so one of the other byproducts of this is it. this is a little bit of like a bullpen situation, yeah. simulation, I guess, where it's like you are, um, <clears throat> you're basically, you know, you're having a hangout. And yeah. that's, that's kind of great too um, on, on multiple levels because it, uh, like, for instance, a byproduct of this, aside from just creating content and getting further to my goals is like, you know, like I'm like, I feel like like when Corey and I met in person, it was like, this is a really good friend yeah. that um, I'm really invested in just as a person. And so it's like when I'm when we met in person, it was just like, oh, dude, like first I you know, there's a lot of people who, if I met online or whatever, I would feel a little nervous meeting, but like with you, I was like, I know Corey, like yeah. I, it's weird, but it's like, you do have that byproduct of also kind of building a, a friendship. And aside from that, um, also like, like part of why we go over is like, we get to have these rad conversations yeah. about art and philosophy and um, the creation and what we're doing and to me, that in itself is a good reminder of like, like a, a good thing to keep that passion for this whole thing going too, because it's really easy to kind of just get lost in the grind and then kind of forget why you're doing this thing in the first place. So like, to me, that's a, a, a huge byproduct too, where it's like you get these, you get some engaging conversations because inevitably, you know, we're all fans of what we're doing, not yeah. maybe our own stuff, but of the, the process and of the medium. So geeking out about it, talking about some of the process, talking about some of the cogs um, really does kind of make you like, okay, I'm pumped. Like usually on a day like today where I couldn't get to the drawing table, I have very little difficulty going from an art check to like getting my art done for the night. Yeah. You know? 
um, because I feel a little bit of that boost, whatever it is. So, yeah. Yeah, and I would agree. And and before we met in person, uh, we had somewhere between 40 and 60 hours worth of conversations. Yeah. You know, which is which like which is unusual. you don't have with everyone, you know. Right. Like even people you know in person, like you don't usually have those kind of sustained conversations. So it's um it's been it's just I can't uh like there there have been a few times through it and I know Corey too where we've been like are we nuts for doing this cuz it's a lot of time, <laughs> you know, it's like it's hard to commit to this kind of thing. Um but every time I've had even a doubt like that I think about just the art I've gotten done or the times where like I, I got home and I was like, I am beat. I'm not going to do it. And then I was like, but I got an art check. So I got to do right. my art. Yeah. It's, it is kind of working. And so like, to me that, um, that in itself, like it's just kind of proof of it, like that it's, it's, it's not easy for us to do this all the time, but it's also super fun and it's something to look forward to and it helps get the art done. And so it's like, I don't know, across the board, I want to see more people do it. But if you're going to do it, make sure you try to arrange it in a sustainable way. Yeah. Because um, I, we have seen some people fizzle out, and I don't blame them. Cause I, and I think a lot of them did the weekly format, which I we've explained earlier, back it up. And, and you can see why we think it's probably harder to do the week, weekly format for multiple reasons. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So that's that's kind of our pitch for the forty-eight hour art check. Um, I think the overall result that both of us would would harp on it for is results in the sense of like, you know, you're gonna see projects get done, and then you'll finish them, and you'll be like, dude, what do I do next? Because if we're keeping this thing going, I gotta have a project. Yeah, and it's gonna be that driver that forces you to not be like, I'll, I'll kind of half start this and half start that. Like I think. Right. I think it's a good driver to kind of get results because you want, you want to show results. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, uh, if you would like to do your own 48 hour art check, uh, let us know and, uh, and leave us a comment in the, on this video. Um, or you can, you can, uh, you can contact us, uh, on the website and, uh, basically the rules are you're going to, you're going to find, uh, I hate this term. But one of our guests uh, coined it an accountability buddy. Still don't like that term. But find somebody else who's doing something. Term. Find somebody else who's doing something, and then meet with them and do uh, ask them, ask each other uh, what you've accomplished in the last in the last since last you've met. Um, what was hard about that, and how you overcame it, and uh, what you're planning on doing, and then and that's it. So it's just uh, it's, it's just those three things, and uh, and schedule it out. Make sure that it's scheduled and that it's expected. Um, and, you, and you'll plan around it. And those that you love and live with will also understand that this is something that is is part of your process and you plan around. And if you want to see Josh's stuff and, and what he's working on and, and reporting on in the, in the art check, you can go to quarterlystories.com. And you can see uh, this awesome page develop on his Instagram channel as well. And if you'd like to see my stuff, um, I've recently put up a poster and I am now currently working on um, an animation uh, as that I'm going to redo the bumpers, uh, the bumper animations for my YouTube channel. You can go to CoreyKerr.com. You're currently on my channel right now, and so go ahead and hit that subscribe button and that bell to kind of watch me do this 18 days. I'll be doing a video every day. And uh, we'll see you guys on Monday. Word. Don't fail me again.